alone. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. What up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here back on YouTube here for the Slapdick Podcast here on this fine Monday, the 13th. It's a great day to have a great day, man. A lot of shit's happening. A lot of shit just happened. Clay Helton got fired via Twitter from the AD, Mr. Bone, who fired him via Twitter, apparently. Um... Not fired him via Twitter, but posted a tweet. That's how the world we live in now is how soft that really shit really is. Um, you know, it's 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 on Twitter before it is on ESPN, just so you know. Um, do the same and stay the same. That's the name and the title of today's Slapdick Podcast. Just so we're clear, that's the name of the show today. Do the same, stay the same, man. Um, that's really where we're at, brother. Hey, the Slapdick Podcast is brought to you by Play Action today. Play Action Pools. Um, sign up for our contest. Our contest using Believe Football Pick'em B L E A V at PlayActionPools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the ten highest profile games of each week. Between NFL and college football, whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com, sign up for the contest, believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pick, um, football pick them. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got the survivor pick them, as well as the cool sportsbook style concept called Build Your Own Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. Go check them out. Um, man, I got a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things happening here, especially in the last couple minutes with the USC firing Clay Helton. I'm not a newsbreaker by any means, but... Uh, Long life, uh, lifelong good friend of mine, coach of mine, JUCO coach of mine, uh, Dante Williams has been named the interim head coach right here, born and raised in L.A. Uh, he was at Oregon, at Nebraska, uh, at Arizona, uh, at Washington with Sark as a GA years ago. Um, you know, been all over the place, drug through the mud, and he'll be the interim coach. Um, you know, they did a lot to get him from Oregon uh, as a recruiter that he is. Uh, relationships with the kids. Kids like him. And uh, this is shot. Every day is an interview. I just texted him uh, that. Told him to go do his thing. And uh, every single day is an interview, man. And uh, so, wish him the best. You know, you cannot lose to Stanford. You can't be from South Central, L.A., in the hood and lose to no offense a bunch of white boys that you cannot even get into school yourself because their academic requirements are so fucking high you can't do it not if you're from SC and you're an SC alum and you're Keyshawn Johnson and you're Matt Leinart and you're all these different people 
You can't fucking lose to Stanford almost every year, it seems like. Not after Stanford loses to Kansas State, who then in turn almost loses to an FCS school last week. You can't do it. And I'm just telling you, you can't lose to Stanford after they just lost to fucking K-State. Not only that, people don't really realize the whole depth of this thing. You can't lose to Stanford when UCLA beat LSU and Oregon beats Ohio State. You can't do it. And it makes it even easier for them to fire him right now because Florida State losing to Jacksonville fucking state and Notre Dame struggling to beat Toledo it's a perfect time to say, you know what, fuck this. We got to cut the ties. We're going to make this move, and we're going to do it on a Monday, and we're going to get this thing done. That's the issue. Um, you can't lose at SC, and UCLA is winning. Just period. Point blank. You can't lose at SC, and Oregon beats another big-time opponent in the top five Ohio State, and you lose to a team who got drug, who scored seven points on a Kansas State team week one. Now, I know every game's different. Every opponent's different. You know, you might lose to Kansas State, obviously, but you beat the shit out of SC. SC may go beat the shit out of K-State. Who knows? That's just how football is. But perception's reality, and you can't do it. And that's just, that's just the truth. And uh, I do believe the move was overdue. But at the same time, I'm not in those shoes. There's a lot more to it, and uh, I don't know. But anyway, man, um, you know, I appreciate you guys joining the, the YouTube live segment and um, and and uh, coming in on the Slapdick podcast on this fine Monday. Feels like a holiday still or something. It's like slow motion today. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Monday Night Football tonight, Raiders Ravens. I'm taking the Raiders just so we get that out the way. My boy Max uh, Crosby. Um, cause havoc, DN for the Raiders. You know, I'm taking the Raiders for the simple fact that I don't believe Baltimore's had enough continuity with the run game, the new running backs. Baltimore lives and dies in the run game. So, you know, the problem is, um, They're going to fucking make him fucking throw the football to beat him. And I don't believe that's humanly possible. I just don't think he's a good enough thrower of the football in the NFL to beat the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to, they know what's going on. NFL D coordinators are paid to do those things. Uh, I think the Raiders are going to give them problems. And and I'm going to, I told you guys, man, Lamar Jackson, man, I love him to death. Think he's a freak of nature, but he's not a guy that can beat you with his arm. And in, and in due time, his feet can only do so much. You remember, you have to pay this dude big money. You have to pay this dude big fucking money, and you're going to risk him every game, running him all over the place like it's college fucking football. So I've pointed out before on shows of mine how he is and how he struggles with certain things. I've clearly pointed it out and shown people who have literally apologized after they said he's the shit. And then they see me break it down. They're like, damn, coach, you're right. But I don't know. 
Quote of the day, man. Wake up with determination. Go to bed with satisfaction. Can you do that every single day? Can you wake up with determination? Can you go to bed with satisfied? That is the fucking key. And that is a goal that you got to set and you got to wake up without a fucking alarm clock, A, because if an alarm clock's the only reason you wake up, you're fucked anyway. And B, can you go to sleep every single night satisfied that you've done something in a positive manner for somebody, not only yourself, man, but for somebody else? And uh, I don't know if you can, and I don't know if enough people do, but it is what it is. Uh, breaking news, SC's fired Clay Helton, obviously. Um, you know, it's not breaking, obviously, but it just came out. Uh, and I kind of knew about it. I've already showed it some people, friends of mine, because it hadn't hit UCLA. It hadn't hit ESPN or anything yet. Even It wasn't even on Football Scoop yet. But Craig Bone, the AD at USC, had tweeted it out that he made a change. And he's hired a good, good, long personal friend of mine, Dante Williams, as the interim head coach. Um, any of you Bronco fans out there, Judy's likely out six weeks. Um, no, you're not going to lose any commits at SC. You will gain commits at SC for the simple fact of the, uh, interim being Dante. Dante's the guy that brings those kids in. Dante's the reason those kids are there for the most part. And... You know he might he might uh, make a splash and, and get some guys that you that you weren't even going to get. But USC's got to start getting the Alabama, Georgia, uh, Clemson kid again. You got to keep DJ home. You got to keep uh, Bryce uh, home. You got to keep these dudes here. Four of your top five Heisman candidates are from LA, and you don't have fucking one of them. You got a backup kid from Arizona as your quarterback. I would love to see the first black coach at SC be Dante. That's great. I just don't see it, brother. I just don't see SC hiring a brother. And I just don't see um, a guy with no head coaching experience getting the job. And that's the cold part about this profession. They're going to ask Dante to do every fucking single thing. Step in the right direction every time. Look the part. Dress the part. Act the part. You're going to see all this shit and then not get the job and not even really have a shot at it. Let's be real about it. You got the Rooney rule in the NFL, which is a slap in the face for all black folks, in my opinion. And then you got this situation where you're going to ask Dante to because the Ed Ogeron never had a real shot at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be honest, even though they named him the coach and he ended up doing pretty good. You know, you never felt that he was the guy. And that's just how this business is and this profession goes. And, and you know, bottom line is, you know, Dante goes out undefeated the rest of the way out. It'll be hard to fire him. But I still think they would. That's just where I feel we are still in society. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I've already been blown up that I'm the new head coach at SC. So uh, I'm not the new head coach at SC, and <laughs> that'll never happen. Um, I hate to say, put some, I hate to put death on my life by saying it'll never happen, but at the same time, you know, we already know the business. Um, you know, you can't talk shit and, 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 and say shit I say and, and try and, and think they're going to hire you with, uh, 
those political suits that uh, basically answer to people. Now, L.A. is a more of a legitimate deal because it's L.A., um, but still, that don't mean nothing. Um, it was not Andy Dalton's fault that the Bears lost to the fucking Rams. The Rams are something to look out for. I'm just going to be honest. They have a quarterback now. He looked like he was in full control last night. And once they get some continuity, they can score 40 a game. Because they have wideouts similar to the Buccaneers. They got speed. You got hands. You got possession with Cup. You got speed with Woods and Deshaun Jackson. You got a hell of a tight end with Higaby. And if they can get the run game, some type of continuity with the run game and all their boot nakeds, the Rams are a team that I would fucking fear with that defense. And a real quarterback who knows how to fucking do it with talent around him. He never had it in Detroit. He has it now. Just think about it. Detroit would have lost to Chicago last night if, it, if he was still in Detroit. So I know he's walking around like, fuck. I usually lose to fucking Chicago every year. And now we're beating them by 14, 15, right? So um, that's just what it is, man. You know what I mean? And so uh, apparently that's, that is a huge deal. Um, let me begin, off, you know, even though we're just 13 minutes into the show, let me begin by, uh, off by saying, and I want to make sure, I want to ask the ladies in the house. Um, I know Lucy's in the house and uh, I think Bree's in the house. <laughs> let me ask you guys something. Um, I want to make sure I'm clear. Not all y'all females should wear yoga pants and leggings every fucking day, every fucking wear. Don't fucking wear leggings and yoga pants every single day, ladies. Not with a pot belly with a tank top with your gut out and not with the body that it requires to wear it. No offense. Nothing sexist. I'm just saying you can't all wear yoga pants. Men out there, you all can't wear fucking skinny jeans. Please stop wearing fucking skinny jeans if you weigh 400 fucking pounds. And if you have a body like mine, for instance, don't wear fucking skinny jeans. Motherfuckers wear skinny jeans, dudes, like with no shape, no athletic sim symbol at all. Like these motherfuckers have no fucking shape, right? And they wear skinny jeans. And I'm like, dog, you're no better than the, like, I don't care. Now, listen, if the lady told me, fuck you, I'm wearing this shit, I, I have none but respect. Go ahead. Hey, do your thing, girl. I have no problems. But don't wear that shit and expect motherfuckers to not either look if you're looked apart and talk shit if you don't. Same with dudes, women. Women talk shit to these skinny jean wearing motherfuckers that don't need to be wearing that shit. I don't understand the skinny suit thing yet either. I ain't, dog, my generation can't handle the skinny shit. Uh, not me anyway. I don't, if you watch Dan Orlowski on ESPN, the motherfucker wearing those suits he wears, see, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. He's skinny and tall. Maybe he can get away with it. I can't do it, dog. I can't wear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see those skinny jeans on no dude. 
Them motherfuckers so tight, dog. I can see your pulse, motherfucker. If I can see your nutsack in a pair of jeans, we have a fucking pandemic and an epidemic. That's just how I feel, motherfucker. If your nuts are balled up in a motherfucking pair of jeans, we got problems, Houston. Uh, yes, I do cameos, dog. Bill, I do do I do do cameos. Um. But anyway, I think dress has a huge impact on our soft culture. I'm just to be real. I think dress has impacted our culture tremendously. And uh, thank you, Lucy. I appreciate you. And I know, I know the, the 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 yoga pants and the and the and the and the, the leggings and all these things. Um, now the girls. Now you guys wear. Uh, now there's these 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 pants out there that they that you guys buy on like uh, what is it Lululemon or one of those or or what's the other website that all you all you females buy shit from now, um, but it makes your ass supposedly look bigger. Now that's the thing. I'm like, dog, hold on. So I had talked to a girl. She was like, yeah, it makes my booty look bigger. So I'm like, hold up, though. You want to fabletics, I guess. That's the name of the pants or, or the, the, the type of pant. Yeah, but where do they get them at? What's that shit called? What's that website everybody buys from for women? Um, but you guys talk shit about he's a creep. He's a pervert. He's looking at me everywhere I go in the store. Duh, 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 duh. Then don't wear that shit. And it's a trip that you do it with your man. Like. It's a trip that you guys do it with your man. Like, you got me fucked up if you think you're coming out the house looking like that with me. Because then I know I got to fuck somebody up for looking crazy. I got to fuck somebody up or talk shit and get into some shit with you, with them, because they're going to look at your ass, and it's your fault. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even mad at the dude. I've literally had words and almost had to fuck someone up before in, because their girl walked by. And had her whole ass out, walked in front of my car, basically whatever she was wearing, had her ass out. Cheeks were out. And so me and my boy, we're just looking, you know, that's that's what's going to happen, gentlemen. Sorry, ladies, that's what's going to happen. Men, look at your ass. Like if a dude was walking by and his ass was out or his dick was hanging, you would look. Big, small, or indifferent. Don't keep it. Keep it all the way funky. Your asses would look. So, that being said, this motherfucker thought we were being disrespectful. So, I had to check him and be like, well, first of all, homie, don't let your girl come out the fucking house dressed with her ass out. That's a you problem, motherfucker. It ain't my problem. And number two, hey, if you think I'm disrespectful with my eyes, don't listen to my mouth. Because <laughs> I'm going to cuss your bitch ass out. Your ass should have told her not to wear that shit. And she walking by flaunting it she, like she cute. You wear that shit if you want attention. Dudes wearing the capri shorts and pants or capri pants. I don't know what the fuck they are. Capris? Um, I have no idea what that is that you motherfuckers are wearing. But... I'm looking at you just like I'm looking at the girl with her ass out. Because you're a weird looking motherfucker, man. 
these tight skinny shit, man, I just, I don't get it, man. And everybody want to talk about it's the Euro shit or whatever. Motherfucker, Euro? That's a, fuck, what is that? So, I don't know, man. Um, it's getting blown up with this SC shit. So, Anyway, a lot of injuries first year, uh, first weekend in football, NFL, college, etc. Um, lot to discuss, man. Just, just you know, I got a new segment I'm adding to the Slapdick podcast, man. You know, I'm on the Pat McAfee show every Friday, uh, Slapdick Fridays on Pat McAfee show. So I appreciate you guys tuning in on that. Um, trying to grow my channel on YouTube as well. Um, Shout out to Pat for bringing me on every Friday, man. Great dude. Great crew there. Uh, they do a great job, man. Um, the most similar cats to me that you'll find in the in- industry is Pat. So it makes sense. So I really appreciate a cat being real and not so uh, not so interested in uh, other people's fucking thinking and thoughts and, and takes. Um, takes a different dude. So, Rusty, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, you know, Pat's got a huge following, man, and he's done his shit himself and kind of grown his thing himself, and kudos to him. Um, he knew what he wanted to do and went out and did it, man. And so, um, shout out to him. Um, you know, like the skinny jeans and all that shit, people can say all they want to say, right? You know, you got this whole little Nas X guy and all this shit, and I don't really know what's going on with it. I guess he made a video with a bunch of naked guys or something. I don't really know the scenario, right? And you can't talk about shit no more because then you're ostracized, right? You're the bad guy. Oh, you can't say that. But I just want to ask real shit because that's what I'm always going to keep it real, and I don't care what anyone says or thinks. I'm just curious that little Nas X, right, is, is, is in the gay community. He's pro-gay. He wants to promote gay uh, points of views and all this proactive and all this, right? So I'm curious, though. He got, what is, well, I don't even know who is it, little baby or the baby or whoever. He's basically got him kind of blackballed right now, right? And trust me, I know how it is to be blackballed. So... I my question is though why can't the baby or a little baby or whoever the fuck it is right one of the fucking babies right why can't him and the straight crew the straight environment the straight uh, population fire back at little Nas X see that's what the problem is in society right now so like <laughs> like that's what I don't understand. He can fucking get someone canceled because he's homosexual. I have no issue with homosexual. I don't gay bash. I don't go around talking to people. Anyway, I don't give a fuck what. But I have an issue when we celebrate gay pride more than we do Black History Month. Like, one of those are chosen. (laughs) One of them is not. Like, we're born black. Regardless. Just so you know, God chose what the fuck color we are. I don't believe you fucking chose to be straight or homosexual. I think it's a learned trait and it's a chosen one. And we live in this life with having choices. And I think the choice is to do one or the other. Unfortunately, society thinks that otherwise. We now believe that black pride and black, uh, 
black uh, awareness and black fucking history and all this has kind of thrown to the back burner when it comes to gay pride. Gay pride, you cannot tell me, is not more celebrated. <laughs> I don't believe that you can tell me that it's not more. We shouldn't have to give black folks a fucking month. <laughs> like, it should be an everyday occurrence. Like, this is everybody. Everybody should be created fucking equal. Gay pride, all right? If you're gay, that's what you choose. Why should we have a month for it? Just be gay and be yourself. I don't understand why the fuck we can't fucking cancel someone for trying to cancel us. Like, veterans get a day, Bill. Appreciate you. Veterans get one fucking day. Gay pride gets a month. Not here to bash gay pride. I don't care about the shit. I don't have any issue. You choose to be what you want, right? I, I believe that everybody should be fucking left alone and treated how they want to be treated. I don't give a fuck what color you are, what belief you have, what fucking ethnicity, Christianity, Catholicism. I don't care what you are. But I agree with the gay community being able to say anything they want. And then everyone else is on pins and needles to fire back at them or to even comment or say anything in the right or the fairness of the person being prosecuted or accused or persecuted or whatever you want to say. The little baby or a baby or whatever, did he fuck up? Maybe. But just so we're clear, go listen to fucking rap. From 1980s, 90s, 2000s, and see how many gay slurs you hear from rappers. I hear it's all in their songs. But you get now social media world. You got this new progressive fucking deal take over. You got all this social media attention. You got so many people now with cameras and phones. You get a guy that's popular like the baby or whatever, and now he's canceled. But what happened to all the motherfuckers that used to say the f word on top of it? Right? They used to say the F word. People treat that word worse than the N word. <laughs> like, let's make sure we're fucking straight here, people. You cannot think that the F word for in regards to homosexuality is worse than the N word when it comes to black people and African Americans. There's no fucking way. And that's the culture and society and generation of fucking people that we live in right now. It's this soft ass people like how many and this is not a gay thing because there's a lot of straight men that are wearing these man purses like this. These man purses or uh, whatever mercies or whatever. My boy Spree, he knows Spree on the show that started the Slapdick podcast with me. This motherfucker wears a merce. I give him shit all the time, right? Not to degener, not to bash fucking homosexuality or any of that. But we're going to clown because we played football together. We're in a locker room together. You know, it's the masculinity of the whole thing. It's men and men and woo woo woo. This motherfucker wears a merce and I'm like, homie. But guess what? He's involved in the music business. He makes music for these young kids. And what has it done to him? He, he sees what it does, and he kind of is in that culture now. That's the young culture. He wears pink more than we ever wore as a man growing up. Men wear pink now more than ever before. And 
if you go back in history, Hayden Fry at the University of Iowa started painting the visiting locker rooms pink for his opposing teams so they would get mellow and relax so they could beat the shit out of them. Go look up the history of that, people, just so we're clear. Go pull that up and look at that. And I'm sorry that I'm real and honest and about this whole shit because I'm not here to bash any one person, any one belief, any one fucking anything. I'm just the person that brings out the real. And of course, I'm the first one that they want to cancel. But I'm the one that brings out the real fucking shit to people to say, what, what the fuck, man? You can cancel us, but we can't cancel you. So that's what blows my mind. Like, I don't understand... That's why the title of this show is do the same and stay the same. We're going to continue to do the same shit and we're going to continue to stay the fucking same. We're not changing. AJ Hawk asked me last Friday on the, on the, on the, on the, on the Pat McAfee show on the slapdick, uh, slapdick segment. Like, do you think it'll ever change? Will the soft culture stop? Will it get better? Will the, will the decommitments from recruits stop? Will, will the soft ass um, instant gratification trophy everybody wants a trophy era ever end and I'm like I don't know I said the only way that it ends is if we change but we're staying the same so we're gonna do the same do the same shit stay the same do different shit change the game <laughs> right so you know I just don't understand how we can get how how this guy can do so he can have a video of a bunch of gay boys or, or like is that not fucking like exploitation of, of a motherfucker? We're talking about women. How about men? So it's perfectly fine to do that video. And Cardi B could do WAP and get fucking it's glorified, right? Let's be honest. So I want to make sure that we're clear here. Like <laughs> he can cancel the baby, but the baby can't do anything to say this was this, this was that rectified, get it out of my, can I, can I have a chance to explain or, no, you're instantly fucked. You are fucked. You're out of it. You're done. And that is the culture and society we're in because you can't say nothing back. Yeah, Brandon said they're letting children choose a different gender or no gender at all in, in elementary school. Like, when did this thing happen? Like, when have we become this? I don't know, dog. I don't even know. Yep, we live in the handout world. <laughs> Handouts. Everything's a handout. I don't want to work for shit. I want to pick and choose everything I want. No, mom, I don't I don't want fucking liver and beets. I want fucking lobster and steak. Well, you're eight you're nine years old, son. You haven't paid a light bill yet. Oh, it don't matter. Fuck that, mom. I know more than you do. That's the fucking kids I hear every day. And mom says, All right, and buys it. No, you need to check it. You need to fucking put your foot in his fucking ass and tell him shut the fuck up and eat liver and beets. 
We don't have it no more. We've become allowers instead of doers and changers and coaching. We don't coach it. We allow it every single day. We are what we do, not what we fucking say we do. And I just don't understand how. And I'm not even trying to put the straight community versus the gay community or vice versa. What I'm saying is how can one entity just shut out another one and the other one has no right at all? <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is, man. So, so, well, gay bashing happened for so long, people will tell me. Well, fuck, but, but it, you got to understand when it came out, it was different. Now it is accepted, right? So that's fine. People say, well, racism is actually lacking. It's getting better. Well, I don't think it is. I believe it's worse, <laughs> but now you just, you know, it's getting to be more comfortable and you can hide it and you, or you can say it because you can hide behind a fucking keyboard cowardly fuck like you are on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can type what you want to type and know you'll never get fucking socked in the mouth, talked about, hit, slap, none of that shit. And, you know, someone tells me, have any, has anyone seen the Detroit Lion coach get into um, the ass of a DB for the Lions over the weekend? That coach is a spitting image of Dan, the head coach, who is kind of like that. And that's what was good to see, in my opinion. It was good to see a professional player get coached and... That's what somebody so fucking make sure we're clear. He's getting coached, people. All you soft fucks out there. He's being coached, okay? And for all you co people that say, if you have to yell, you're not a good coach. <laughs> so Nick Saban, Bill Parcells, Bilicek, you, if you've never seen him yell at a player, you need to go Google it. You need to go Google it. And, this, and the other problem is, I, JB, take more heat for the yelling and all that bullshit because I'm such a fucking recent issue on Netflix. And you don't see Nick Saban being filmed every day. You don't see the Bill Parcells being filmed every day. You don't see fucking these coaches being filmed every day that will berate their players and their fucking staff. But they're not filmed every day. So you don't see it every day. Did you see Saban ripping his fucking player's ass off the field the other day? So you're telling me that Saban can't coach because he yells? <laughs> People, it's like you can't, like Tom Izzo on, at Michigan State basketball, like Tom Izzo's a fucking, like, dog, are you shitting me? Shosheski, just so you know, if you're behind the bench at Duke at a basketball game when they play UCLA one day, this motherfucker motherfucking his dudes. You don't hear it and see it on channel four and six and seven and ESPN. They don't show it. On timeouts, Mike Krzyzewski will motherfuck you like motherfucker looking at you in your eyes. And he gets it through to his guys. And have you ever heard a bad thing about Mike fucking Krzyzewski? But if you filmed it, I bet, and put it out on fucking Twitter one day, I bet you'd have a shitload of cancel cultures trying to fucking fire Mike Krzyzewski. So you're going to want to see this coach for fucking Detroit now. I'm sure how many soft fucks want him fired. Like, it's amazing to me, dog. Like, you wonder why China and Russia are butt-fucking us.
not only fiscally, financially, and fucking, but every which possible way, we're getting butt fucked. Because we're fucking soft as fuck. Oh, man. It's just unbelievable, man. It's unfucking believable to me. I, I don't get it. I'd rather be corrected all motherfucking day because I realize it's not criticism. It's correction. So I don't do it again. So instead of being fucking sweet, nothing's whispered in my ear. So I go out and fuck up again. Unbelievable. Um, you know... Man, I had a great wheelchair coach, man. Coach Sir, Artesia High School was a motherfucker, dude. Wheelchair, dude, was playing in the wheelchair Olympics. Great dude. Um, so Britney Spears' dad, Jamie, I think, put a petition in himself to finally cancel the whole Britney Spears thing. That's what I heard. Uh, I don't know um, if that whole thing is talked about enough, but I know brothers and sisters. I've talked to a bunch of my buddies, um, black folks, and they're like, yeah, Brittany, welcome to modern day slavery. Did you realize that she was basically locked down from using any of her own fucking earned money and everything like that? And, and now you got these motherfuckers out here. This motherfucker now realizes she can't make you no more motherfucking money. So, yippee you got one white fucking girl that fucking finally sees how fucking hard life really is, huh? And this fucking shitbird dad of hers who should be castrated is fucking finally seeing, oh, I'm not going to make no more money off my own fucking daughter. What a piece of fucking shit he is. So, I don't give a fuck if she snorts coke every single day. And if she's the worst human in America every single day. No human being, I don't give a fuck, gender, race, ethnicity should be fucking told how to live, what to do, and where my assets go. I don't give a fuck who you are. Black folks had it happen to them for 400 fucking years. Now we have a white girl and it's a fucking huge story. What about all the black girls and kids that are being fucking trafficked every day that nobody fucking discusses? Dog, our fucking points of view are so skewed and fucking misinformed and so fucked up nowadays that it's just so fucking ridiculous. And I don't know, man. It, it, it's crazy to me. They should. They better sue the daddy. Britney Spears' daddy. And I hope he gets fucking butt-fucked in jail or something. He's a fuckstick. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I had the worst relationship with my daughter ever. I, I would never do that to her. And I don't give a fuck if she clucked all her money off, if she snores coke, does weave, does... I don't give a fuck. That's not my place. All I can try to do is help her be a better person and try to talk to her. I'm not going to control her money. If you fuck your money off, girl, that's you. 
That just tells you how selfish a motherfucker really is because he's trying to get the money for himself. He don't give a fuck about his daughter. The world's a cold place, and the world is a different place right now. I'm just going to be straight up to honest with you. This is a different world we're living in right now. Um, it, it's fucking crazy. I got a new, new found, renewed, whatever you may want to say, respect for Aaron Rodgers. Because he'll be on Pat McAfee's show tomorrow. And Pat said he texted him like, dog, I, I realized. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, dog, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to come on the show, right? Aaron's like, fuck, though. I'm, I'm there. That's that Juco shit right there, dog. That's the real deal Juco shit. Because we're just real dudes. And I'm just being honest. Like, he took his ass whooping. And he's going to come on the show because he said he would. He committed to the show every Tuesday. That's a real motherfucker right there that's going to stick to his guns, and I appreciate it, and I, it's good to see. I wish more motherfucking people would do it. So, dog, I'm just telling you, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was like, fuck your organization last night. <laughs> that motherfucker was throwing passes like, fuck you, fuck it. Here, let's take this ass whooping tonight. And everybody's, Jameis Winston, he's the real deal. He threw 20 passes, five touchdowns. Let's calm down. They were all big play touchdowns and 20 throws is all he had. He had 140 yards, guys. It's not like he had five touchdowns and 500 fucking yards. Okay. He had five touchdowns with 148 yards. Do the math on per touchdown throw. And let's calm down and pump our brakes. We're so fast to anoint motherfuckers, dog. It blows my mind how fast we are to anoint the Buffalo Bills. They're the new Super Bowl. Did you see CBS? Every single motherfucking person picked the Bills to be in a Super Bowl. Everybody on the panel picked the Bills to be in a Super Bowl. Dog, you got to be shitting me. What have the Bills fucking done? Did they beat the Chiefs last night, last year, or get dominated? They made it to one. Do we're clear that this is the franchise, right, that lost four Super Bowls in a row? <laughs> now we have a guy who's still an unknown, in my opinion. I'm just going to be real straight out with you guys. So, Allen, the quarterback, is still to me an unknown and needs to prove himself, in my opinion. They paid him a motherfucking shitload of money. But I think it's premature like an ejaculation, dog. There's no fucking way I give that dude that money yet. He's been in the league how long? Four years? He has last year breakout year? You pay him two fifty. It's all about what have you done for me lately. It's just that we that's how we live every day, dog. That's how we live every day in life now. Every single day we pay, we live that way. Pay this motherfucker. Look at the hoopers getting paid hundreds of millions, and these motherfuckers the next year are bust. Like, dog, we're just throwing money away like, fuck it, huh? We got that much cheese. Ah, man, I don't know. Oh, it's fucking crazy, man. I, I just don't understand. The Bills are the favorite. Like, what in the fuck have they done? It has to be a media deal. Like, they got to pick the... The media must control, like, who the fuck we're, we're doing this for. Like, I, it's got to be. Like, there's no way these motherfuckers really believe the Bills are going to, like, <laughs> there's no way motherfuckers really think the, the Ravens are going to fucking ball out this year 
and Lamar Jackson's going to turn into Tom Brady and just throw the fucking ball all over the park, right? Because they have no run game. And the two backs they hire, they got, uh, basically are 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 older. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to see this thing. I got to see how this thing ends up. But I'm curious to see the Ravens and Lamar tonight. Um, it's crazy. I don't know. Trey Lance throws a touchdown. Looks pretty good, I guess. As, as uh, you know, they start Garoppolo. Um, Trey Lance threw a little out route in the end zone. They were beating the shit out of the Lions, and Lions came back. Um, Baker Mayfield can't get over the hump. He just doesn't have the it factor. Have I not been saying it for how fucking long? Carson Wentz just don't have the it factor. How long have I been saying it? They can't win the games that matter. Trevor Lawrence shows a little bit of... Uh, Shows a little bit of something. You know what I'm saying? You got to remind yourself he's with a team that has the least amount of talent in the NFL, possibly. And, uh, you know, has, you got to, you got to know that he don't have a lot of talent around him. Um, but he had a couple drives, you know, it's not people. We, he lost to a Texans team. Who may win seven games max, right? Let's not act like he lost to the fucking Chiefs. He lost to a Texans team that may win maybe eight, nine games. Who knows? Tyrod Taylor's the starter right now. Uh, oh, my Spree's in the house. He finally came outside. Um, he was dying of COVID, and I guess Spree finally woke up from COVID. And he's came out. So Spree's in the house for everybody to know Spree. Um, but the NFC West is by far the best division in football, right? You have the Niners who some pick, people pick to the Super Bowl. You have the Seattle who some people pick to go to the Super Bowl. You have the Rams who some people pick to go to the Super Bowl. Three of the four teams people have picked to go to the Super Bowl this year. In my opinion, the Rams are a problem because they have a great defense that's going to only get better. They have a quarterback now who looked like he was in full control last night and is only going to get better with, with the head coach's play calling. And once they establish a run game, they can run more boot naked and stuff, and then Stafford will even get better. And uh, he's a guy that has the it factor. I think they, they have a, they're going to be a problem. I always like Seattle because of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. I always think they're going to have a decent defense, even though last year they did not. So I hope their defense is improved. And I like Carson at the running game. I like their receivers, Lockett and, and DJ Metcalf. They are a problem. Arizona seemed to be a lot better yesterday on defense, which only increases the NFC West division, making it even that much more difficult of a division. And uh, Kyler Murray did his thing, running around back there like a little midget on his knees that he is, and was throwing fucking darts out there and, you know, um, looked impressive. Wentz looked garbage, like I said. Baker looked good at times, but still, in my opinion, hurts the Browns at the end of the day. And I don't believe the Browns can ever beat a good team without O.J. Beckham. So 
Um, yeah, Chandler Jones, five sacks, two fucking uh, tackles for loss, strip fumble. I mean, he dominated the left tackle. The left tackle came out today, or the right tackle for the Titans, and was like, you whipped my ass. Thanks for fucking exposing me. He came out and said it on a tweet. Bridgewater balled for Denver. Uh, Daniel Jones, who I actually like, man, I really do. I just think that he does too much because I think he's asked to do too much. Um, my personal opinion, fumbled the football. I mean, I think he's a talented dude. I think the Giants lack a lot of talent, similar to the Jacksonville Jags. I think Daniel Jones has not a lot of talent around him. And uh, Jalen Hurts... Um, Jalen Hurts basically did his thing yesterday. Can Jalen Hurts win you a Super Bowl, in my opinion? No. I just don't believe he can make. If you watch the game closely, you see throws that he misses that you just can't miss in the NFL. I'm just going to be honest. Just like Lamar Jackson, just like Kyler Murray, just like a lot of these guys, it's hard to... Win big-time games like Baker, Mayfield, Carson Wentz cannot do. They can't make the big throw. Justin Fields, everybody wants to know my opinion. Look, he came in, ran his own option, scored. Everybody's going crazy. You know, I believe that Nagy has done the right thing with starting Dalton. And just for all the haters out there, I'm not a Dalton fan, just so we're clear. But I want to be clear that the fucking Bears didn't lose because of Andy Dalton last night. And I'm not going to throw out Justin Fields with an average team on offense to the Wolves against the fucking Rams' best defense <laughs> in the league, possibly. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to see and let him get his, get his feet wet just like the Niners are doing with Trey Lance. I think it's smart. I think it's good for football. And I think they'll... He'll, they'll get better as experienced, but not be the guy with the full burden on their shoulder. I think let them get their feet wet. Let them learn the games. Fill the speed. Fill the receiver's routes. Fill the run game. And go from there. Um, I don't believe Miami can sustain winning constantly with Tua at quarterback. I believe Tua is more of a... Not a gimmick quarterback, but I just don't know if he's the guy. You know, I only believe New England's going to get this team that's basically a new team, just so we're clear. They're basically a new football team, not only with signings, but with guys that set out last year, 11 guys set out last year from the pandemic that did not want to participate. Um, I believe that the New England team is going to be much improved Mac Jones look good at times. I think they're going to look good. They're going to be okay. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. The Patriots will figure it out. I think Buffalo's overrated. I think Miami's going to win games with defense and a run game. I don't believe Tua is good enough to get them out of the AFC, though. And I don't believe they'll win the East that way. Um, Zach Wilson's legit. No help for the for the Jets. Another great, it's a great rookie quarterback class, in my opinion. I just don't know how many of them really end up being great all timers because of the, some of the teams they're on, Trevor Lawrence, the, Zach, some of the teams they play for are going to hurt their longevity in the profession. That's my opinion. Um, 
how far can Bridgewater take Denver? I don't know. Jerry Judy's out now for six weeks. It's going to hurt him. Um, who knows? You know, I don't believe Jameis Winston's the guy, the answer. I like him throwing the football. Like, Jameis Winston's very talented, just so everybody's clear. Um, maybe he's in the right situation. I wouldn't put anything past Sean Payton. Sean Payton, in my opinion, is a top three play caller in all of football. He's a top three quarterback developer in all of football. And if anybody can do it, he can do it. So I would not be shocked if Jameis has a good year. But I would not be shocked if he has a shitty one and they start losing towards the end of the season just like they did last year. Um, Tom Brady continues just to be the GOAT that he is, basically negating Dak Prescott's probably best game as a professional. 400 yards, 70% completions, taking shot after shot, completing footballs on time. And the next day, everybody's talking about Tom fucking Brady because you gave the man a minute too much. That is the cold business that we live in, and that is why it's results-oriented. Nobody cares that Dak threw for 400 yards. You lost. That is the, the truth, and people don't like the truth. People rather talk about how good Dak was and that he's legit and how this and that instead of the truth, which is he lost. <laughs> That's the world we live in now. Cats are that soft now that everybody gets a trophy, dog. Everybody gets a trophy. Dak should have won. No, he shouldn't have. He lost. There's no shoulda, coulda, wouldas, motherfucker. This is fucking results-oriented. People don't understand it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to say it. I don't get it. Just so we're clear, SC fires the coach today. Clay Helton, right? Great fucking person, by the way. I know Clay pretty well. Great, huge, great dude. At least Lucy thinks Dak is so cute, at least, though, for all you ladies out there that likes Dak. Um, I, Lucy, just for that, though, you know, I think you deserve... You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> I think you deserve that because you talking about that shit in a in a in a in an all man's uh, forum basically on this thing. You got big nuts, Lucy. You're the big. You are more. You got more nuts and guts than half the dudes on Twitter. I guarantee you, Lucy has a huge. She she said she deserves it. It's all good. I'm just fucking with you. Lucy's a trooper, by the way. But let me give you some perception on our perspective on why the Pac-12 will never get over the hump again without SC being great. When Pete Carroll was here, you guys see that we dominated the country. We went to Alabama, got their best player. Went to Florida, got their best player. Went to Tennessee, got their best player. We went everywhere and got their best player. Now we getting our best players snatched to Clemson, Alabama, to fucking Ohio State. Our best players in SoCal are getting snatched. Okay, let's make sure we're clear. UCLA, after a big win and having a bye, they go to play Fresno next week. You know when they play Fresno? Who almost beat Oregon, who just beat Ohio State. Okay, make, give me your perspective. UCLA plays Fresno State next week at 7.45 p.m. 
on the West Coast. 10.45 p.m. on the East Coast. And you bitch, Pac-12 and the commissioners and the new commissioner and all these fucking supposedly political people that understand how to make money and market and promote. You're not very smart in my opinion. I don't give a fuck if you're a billionaire or not. If Because you, you ain't never done this football thing. And now you hire these people from these suits and these CEOs of these companies. And then you come and you have a fucking 7.45 p.m. kickoff against Fresno. For whatever fucking reason, I don't care. Change it. The East Coast is your voters, dumbasses. The East Coast don't ever see the Pac-12. You have Oregon and UCLA who are possibly pretty fucking good this year. And you're going to be fucked because your asses are doing it to yourselves. Who the fuck in New York is going to watch the fucking UCLA game at 11 p.m. Until 2 in the morning. And then have to get up on Sunday. You you guys are fucking unbelievable for being the smart PhD fucking COO, CEO, all these smart motherfuckers sure can't figure out shit when it comes to it. Like, figure the fuck out, man. Put the game on in the morning. Play in the morning. Yeah, we're on the West Coast. We always grew up playing at night, high school, college. We play at night out here on the West Coast. But when you're getting votes and trying to get in the top 10 and top 5 and in the playoffs for a UCLA or an Oregon, you need to be seen by the East Coast voters, the coaches and the voters. We're playing at 11 p.m. on the East Coast when you're off of a high by beating an LSU team who I don't think is very good anyway and not going to have a good year. But still, you're on a high with Oregon beating Ohio State. Pac-12 has a little buzz, even though the rest of the teams are fucking absolutely goddamn shitty. But at least you have a buzz, and if you can go on a win streak and play each other for the Pac-12 title, fuck, man, who knows? And if UCLA can go out and beat a pretty good Fresno State team, just so we're clear, Fresno State's a pretty fucking good team, bro. You're going to go up there and try to beat a good Fresno State team and maybe beat them pretty good if you can. Style points. Nobody will fucking care. So I guess the good part about it is if you fucking barely beat them, nobody will fucking see it anyway. So I don't know. I guess you look at it that way. Um I don't know. It blows my mind, man. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, the, the defensive end is another kid USC lost. You know he's from South Central, right? Like that motherfucker is literally from, he grew up behind USC's, the Coliseum. Thibodeau grew up behind the Coliseum. You think they would have lost him at USC with Pete Carroll? See, that's the point I'm trying to make. Cats don't. They want to talk that shit. Dog, they're not getting the dudes they once got. Period. The talent is actually still here in L.A. They're not getting them. Clemson has a Heisman candidate quarterback. He's from L.A. Alabama has a Heisman candidate quarterback. He's fucking from L.A. Ohio State has a Heisman candidate quarterback. He's from L.A. (laughs) Dog, like... Figure it out. I don't know. The truth hurts, man. A lot of people. Lucy Bree. 
here's some likes and dislikes I'm going to add to the Slapdick Podcast segment. You guys can chime in as women, all right? <laughs> JB's likes, all right? I'm a, I'm at, we're going to add this segment in here, JB's likes and JB's dislikes. And this is just for... This is just for the day, by the way. Um, so, want to make sure. So, for my likes, all right, give it up for my likes. If you want to, you got applause, applause for my likes. Women who are funny. I like women who are funny. Women who are serious and lack a sense of humor is a is just a fucking. It's a it's a party foul. In my opinion, it's just a buzz kill. It's just uh you got to have sense of humor. Women, ladies, you got to have a sense of humor. Dogs, obviously, the most loyal creatures on this earth are dogs. And Bree said women are not funny or boring. I believe, I, tr- I believe that, too. That's true. That is true. They're boring. Like a dude. Women want a dude that has some sense of humor. I'm sure of it. Some fucking stale ass fucking accountant walking around who's hating on Twitter, who weighs 600 fucking pounds, who wears capri fucking pants, is not a girl's definition of sexy. I don't want a woman fucking walking around, sucking her teeth, bitching and moaning, crying and bitching about every single fucking thing. That's why I have five dogs, women, men, ladies, everybody out there, gentlemen, ladies. I have five dogs because they're the most loyal motherfuckers in the world. Period. They're the most loyal motherfuckers. I posted a thing on Twitter about the hyenas coming to try to fuck up the, the one lioness. And all of her fucking lions came to her fucking defense. You don't see that shit by no humans no more. Not even your partners. Like I say... It's 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 not even shocking no more that no that 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 people stab you in the back. It's who has who's holding the knife is who what's shocking when you turn around. You don't you wouldn't see nobody coming to your defense no more. But I don't know. Here's my dislikes. All right, cats. I fucking don't like cats. I'm sorry. I don't hate cats, but I don't like them. Um. They piss on your shit. You'll never get it out. The ammonia in a cat's piss is like no other. They don't know their name. They the motherfuckers like they if they run away, their motherfuckers are gone. Like it's shitty, right? It's gone. Um ladies again, Bree and Lucy in the house. Please. And I want you to tell me the truth, all right? If I'm wrong. I don't like the workout female. You guys see this on Twitter and Instagram. Everybody's in yoga pants, cutoff shirt, and they're super little, skinny, and they're fucking, all they do is show workout uh, videos. I don't want to see you in the gym working out every day. It is a fucking turnoff to me. Now, some guys may like that shit. I don't like the skinny girl, A, and I don't like her fucking working out every day. Like, I don't want you to outwork me in the gym. Like, now, if you work out hard and shit and that's your own prerogative, cool. We're probably not going to get along, though. I'm not no, hating on you. I'm just saying you're not, you're not my cup of tea. Like, I don't want 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. If I did, I'd fucking go try to fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't want to. I want a soft woman that has is put together, not fat and chubby and all that, but I want some fucking meat, and I don't want the workout shit. I don't like the fucking yoga pant-wearing workout woman that does a million videos. Like, they literally... Put a fucking camera up and show every single set of every rep of every set of every workout they do. Dog, that shit is killing me. Oh, it's so bad. I'm like, oh, my God. I just, I see it on social media all the time. I'm like, fuck, I got to go next. The yoga male. I'm sorry, man. Look, I got no beef with you guys. But if you're out there, man, on the beach doing yoga, homie, I can't fuck with you, dog. I can't fucking take you serious. I just can't do it. That's just me, dog. It ain't no knock on none of you guys. That's JB, all right? I can't fuck with you if you do yoga. Now, there's a difference. I used to have my teams do yoga. <laughs> so now motherfuckers will be like, well, no, is this not you? Did you not say shake hand? Last night I said, uh, I posted a video of Kareem Hunt, the woman beater, who comes out and is smiling like a motherfucker after they lose and is happy as a motherfucker. And I get you played for this team, motherfucker. But at the same time, your ass just lost. Like, that's the difference in today's society and generation and competitive edge kid he's still a kid in my opinion they don't give a fuck they make their money they get their endorsements they're on the limelight they're popular they're famous they don't care about wins and losses like the coach does no more or maybe like some of the players do i don't believe they give a fuck no more like we once did and yeah we didn't make as much money as this I think we would actually have cared more with making more money. People try to say, no, you don't make You didn't make as much. That's all. Well, uh, no shit. <laughs> it doesn't mean. And I believe, yeah, Kareem Hunt's a shit bird and he's gotten a thousand chances. And, you know, and, uh, you know, people talk all that shit. But like it's, it goes back to the little Nas and the baby shit and all this cancel shit. Like Kareem Hunt can hit females on camera and he's still cool. He's getting chance after chance. So you could hit a woman, but can't talk shit about a gay person. And then nobody straight can defend you. And then you get canceled. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Like, I'm trying to understand. So women don't mean shit. Black folks don't mean shit. We can fucking give a fuck about Veterans Day. But let's make sure we can hit a woman and fucking be a shit bird. And still be in the league. How many motherfuckers are out there like that? Man, I'm just that's my thing. We got this thing all fucked up. We got this thing all twisted. See what I'm saying? You hit my daughter, motherfucker. You ain't playing no more. <laughs> Fuck what the NFL says. But, you know, people mad at me, though. People going to talk shit. Oh, you're shit talking. Shut the fuck up. It's funny. I, I was on the Pat show the other day on McAfee, right? And we're talking. And I discussed, I was discussing um, 
Mike Tomlin not hiring black coaches. And so I was basically saying that I know black community coaches, black coaches, black community members who are pissed at Mike Tomlin for not hiring black coaches. And I said that he, they call him certain words. And I said it on there and everyone's like, oh, you racist. <laughs> People take one word out of a paragraph of words and associate with you. And it's unbelievable the lazy listening that happens in the world. We are lazy listeners, man. And then I get DM'd about, coach, why don't you want to coach superstars? Who? When did I fucking say that? Well, you said that superstars are shitbirds. I did say that. But when did I say I don't want to coach them? <laughs> See, we're lazy listeners, dog. Like, m- motherfuckers are lazy listeners. See, Thomas Sorensen, he doesn't, he don't listen. He's lazy listener. So, did I say it, Thomas, or did I say people say it? Let's, let's make sure we're clear, Thomas Sorensen, since you so fucking, you know everything. Did I call him that word, or did I say people called him that word? Black people called him that word. Let's be clear now, Thomas. Let's see if you're honest with yourself or if you're just a shit-talking hater, dick-riding fucking shitbird. Let's see, Thomas. We're all waiting on you, Thomas. We want, your, we want your answer, Thomas. We want you answered. I said the word. And what was the word's context? Did I call somebody that or did I say that? Black people actually use that word as well. And I can actually bring on about 50 black folks, and I will do so if I had to. I know you didn't say people, I call people that, but what I'm saying is you said because I said the word. No, Thomas, you did not, and I apologize if you think I said that. See, that's, why, that's when you apologize. You apologize right in the time that it happens. See, I'm apologizing right now if you thought I said that you said I said the word to him. You said that I said the word. So you are correct, sir. I did say the word in the context of how black folks are calling other black folks that word if they feel they're a sellout or whitewashed or any of that. So you're right. Perception is reality, unfortunately. And one of my best friends is coaching the Pittsburgh Steelers O-line, and I'm happy as fuck that Tomlin hired him as a brother. And everyone knows that that's who I am. I'm a motherfucker that's going to fucking be honest about it, but everyone knows anything with ist after it doesn't fucking involve me. Motherfucker knows I'm not racist, sexist, fucking anything with an ist. (laughs) <laughs> motherfuckers is is kills me when they just jump to conclusions like motherfucker no and people understand i've never said the n-word in my motherfucking life i don't feel that i ever should or could and could i have yeah i not everyone i grew up with yeah no i didn't and i don't condone it i just don't feel that you should i've said this on any podcast before don't feel that it is the way that any motherfucker should be able to say it. I don't even want brothers calling each other that shit. And I used to fucking ban it on my teams. Why? Why not? Like it wasn't a word fucking made for fucking black folks to lift you uplifting. It's not a fucking uplifting word. <laughs> but the cold part is... <laughs> 
The F word regarding homosexuality is actually treated worse than the N word. <laughs> like, damn. Hey, Thomas, I apologize. I, like I said, I, I apologize, bro. Um, and you're right. I read it the wrong way because you said I said the word. So I did read it the wrong way. I apologize. <laughs> Thomas is mad at me now. I, I apologize, dog. Um, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Um, so I was just clarifying, though, because people jump to the conclusions every single day in my world. And they judge me every single day in my world. So, you know, I'm going to give you guys a little perspective of what I deal with. Um, JV's racist. He said, well, shut the fuck up. Motherfuckers are ridiculously fucking quick to say some shit about one word. They hear one fucking word, man, and they put it in this paragraph of words that you used. And there you're automatically titled this guy. Blows my mind. Um, I don't know. I truly believe that dress attire and dress code has really fucking softened our culture along with smartphones, video games, and social media. I believe it has all created a softer culture. That's just really what it is. That's just what it is. I truly believe it. And I don't know, man. I just don't I don't get it. I really don't. Um, Florida State loses to Jacksonville State, and people try to talk to me. <laughs> About, well, coach, you said that NCAA is watered down. Yes, I did. The transfer portal has watered down the NCAA and has made it a more level playing field after Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and, you know, I believe that is after those three. Those three still are upper echelon they're the nfl of college football and everybody else has not been able to overcome and get out their own way we control the talent level in our institution as coaches just so we're clear we control the talent level by who we recruit and who we sign so I just want to make sure we understand this. And Florida State losing to Jacksonville State is a fucking mockery to college football, to everybody that's those alumni, to the great fucking players that have gone on to go to the NFL. Miami struggles with Appalachian State. Like, that should not happen well coach Appalachian State's been great for six years everybody has these uh, please pump your brakes (laughs) so let's go down the list okay power five programs are power five programs because of why does anyone know it's enrollment it's facilities it's prestige it's money it's resources it's stadium size it is all that in one So Appalachian State has none of that compared to Miami. 
They don't have the stadium size. They don't have the enrollment. They don't have the prestige. They don't have the alumni, the Hall of Famers, or the All-Americans. And they don't have the boosters or the resources. They should not be beating Miami in the fourth fucking quarter. Sorry, people. Jacksonville State should never be a Hail Mary away from beating Florida State. (laughs) It should not ever happen. They should never be in the ball game and being that close to beating a Power 5 program. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest, dog. Like, you guys don't get it. Like, this, there's more to it than just players and coaching. There's no fucking way that Appalachian State has anything on those categories I just named to be in the football game. They should not be in the game. Oh, fuck, dude. You guys are crazy to think this shit. It's a trip. Um, Notre Dame is losing to Toledo in the fourth quarter and should have lost the football game. That should never, ever happen. But what did I do week one? said, Notre Dame's an overrated fucking shitbird team. I said, they're beating a struggling, rebuilding Florida State team, number one. And they're not very good. And everybody's like, oh, they still won. I'm like, dude, shut up. And it's again proven. They can barely beat a Toledo team. Well, Toledo coach has 19 returning starters. Their 19 returning starters should never even see the practice team and redshirt squad at Notre Dame. FYI. That is the difference between a Power 5 school and a fucking MAC conference school. It's a little closer to a group of five school like a Tulane or a Central Florida or, or a Houston or Tulsa maybe. But not to the MAC, okay? The MAC conference shouldn't be that close in beating Notre Dame. So that means that Toledo got some players from going to Notre Dame. Because Indiana, Ohio, there it's all right there. You're telling me in that same recruiting pool that you snatched some kids from going to Notre Dame that should have been going to Notre Dame? Then Notre Dame is not very good. <laughs> That's what people don't get, dog. They, 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 they want the truth, but then they get mad at me. Um... USC gets mud stomped by Stanford. The game was 42-14 late in the fourth. It ended up being, what, 42-28 or something. It never was really that close. Uh, the firing of Clay Helton happens 20-48 hours later. Um, and Oregon beats Ohio State at the shoe in Ohio State. And, you know, again... Like I said, I think football behind Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson right now is very evenly matched, watered down. I don't care what level, and it's just pretty much an even playing field. I've been saying it for two years, and I've been saying it all over this year on the podcast. Um, so, I, I don't know. Just... But Dan Campbell in, 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 in Detroit has that edge. He's an asshole. He's, he's kind of like a uh, 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 my, my man at Tennessee Titans head coach, Vrabel. Those two kind of cut from the same cloth. But 
The problem is the common denominator of shitty is Jared Goff. He's still shitty. He still is not the guy. Um, he has a great arm, great throw. He can throw the football like with the best of them. He can fucking makes it look pretty at times. But when you don't have nuts and guts and you don't have the it factor, you're going to struggle. Um, has any, did anyone watch the Chiefs-Browns game, the controversial ejection of the safety um, who pushed the coach? Let, let me just be straight, okay? There's two perspectives of mine on this, all right? I got two things on this. The generation and the and the and the things have changed. Okay, um, I got a former kid on there that never really played for me. I cut him, but he was on Twitter today talking about coach. You can just because you the coach and you putting your face and yelling in front of our uh, you you coaches bleed just like we bleed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, homie, you don't get it, dog. You guys think that this is personal. Like, I don't get any gratification for beating a kid's ass. And if I got my ass beat, which will never fucking happen, by the way, if I got my ass beat by a kid, I need to go hide and duck and dive and be hidden for the rest of my life because I'll never coach again. I'll never have any respect again. And you just been fucking blackballed from coaching if you get your ass beat by a 17-year-old or a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old if you're in the NFL for that matter. That's just the truth, Okay. That's the truth. Do the same and stay the same is the name of this podcast title today because the world has changed. The coach for Kansas City pushed the player from the Browns off of his player in, in my opinion, in a way that was like, step off, dog, get back, right? This cat, because he's a grown man, that's what they say now. I'm a grown man, man. You ain't gonna touch me, motherfucker. I'm grown. He shoves the coach, damn near socks his chest, right? Um, and the Browns have came out today saying that the Kansas City coach should face discipline. I believe now in this soft world that both of them will face discipline because that's the soft world we are. The perspective of it is now with the progressive take, all right, here's my progressive take. We shouldn't touch anybody. Woman shouldn't touch a man. Man shouldn't touch a woman. Now, that's not progressive JB talking either. A man should never touch a woman. I don't give a fuck what era you're in. A man should never put his fucking hand on a woman ever, period. You can hit me 20,000 times, woman. Just so we're clear. If anybody ever dates with me, dates me or fucks with me, you can hit me 20,000 times. I'll never touch you. So I just want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, man, I had to knock her out. She hit me five times. Are you a big old bitch, motherfucker? You can't get hit by a female. No offense to females. Like, I've seen a female knock a dude out. Just so we're clear. I've seen a female knock a dude out. Um, got lucky, hit him in the temple. He hit the counter and he was out, dog. I've seen it happen. Now, <laughs> it should never come up to 
It should never be an issue with a dude hitting a female. I don't give a fuck if you got hit 20,000 times by a female. You should never hit her. Put your hands behind your back, dog. Walk away. Get hit in the back. I don't give a fuck. But that's what I don't get. And today's society is, well, the coach shouldn't have pushed the player. I agree, kind of. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, let me be real with you. I kind of agree. Not like he pushed the dude to like start a fight, right? He pushed him. See, years ago, he pushed him away, and the respect factor between grown folks, coaches or mentors or authority figures, and player, kid, or otherwise was, oh, you're right, coach. I'm going to do me. I'm going to walk away. The coach pushed you away from his player because you were fucking doing excessive shit. Today in the progressive world, the cancel week soft fucks are now nah the coach pushed him he deserves to get socked back (laughs) see the difference there's two perspectives on this thing and that's just where we're at now dog and it's kind of like all right you got to get with the times and some things and you gotta you gotta pick and choose your battles and that's just one that i'm not gonna pick and choose because basically that's what it is so don't don't coach don't touch the kid and then the kid won't hit you in your chest (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's just so fucked up. The the respect lack thereof has just became such a fucking joke that it, it is. It's just what it is, man. That's where we're at now. We got we're so fucking uh, we're so fucking air. Edis, nobody wants to hear who you're fucking, motherfucker. Keep it PG in here besides the host. Put your ass on timeout, motherfucker. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's just a different deal. I'm sure the coach will get discipline. I'm just going to be honest. But see, then we're going to go back to a color line thing. He's a black coach, just so we're clear. A black coach, I'm curious to see what they do to him. Because I'm going to have a major problem if they suspend him more than they did Andy Reid's son for damn near killing a motherfucker and having his second DUI. (laughs) Nobody's going to talk about that shit, though, huh? This is a motherfucker that's a fucking criminal. And I love Andy Reid, dog, but his sons are fucked up now. He's a criminal, and, like, coached in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Or was he? did they suspend him for the Super Bowl? I'm not sure what the fuck he got. I, I thought he coached in that motherfucker. But uh, he might have been suspended. I don't know um, what happened. But anyway, you know... No, Pat's not joining my show. I'm on his show every Friday for the Slap Dick segment. Um, 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. noon uh, Eastern. Um, dog, I'm just curious to see how that all unfolds because nobody's going to talk about that. People are going to skip right over all that shit. So you don't think white privilege exists, you are fucked up. If you don't believe nepotism exists, you are fucked up. 
Let's look at all the fucking NFL coaches that are in the league. Billichek's son, Andy Reid's kids, fucking the, the head coach for the Rams. Uh, dad was a longtime fucking Gruden co- uh, assistant. It's just a different world we're living in, dog. I'm just being honest. Um, you can't say or do anything. And if you do, you better be able to face the fucking music, man. going to be interesting what they do but the coach is an authority figure and that's why i think he deserves the respect this is the thing the difference is people are now going to say oh now fuck that man that's disrespect but this is my thing though when that motherfucker becomes a grown-up and a coach himself or a ceo or anything i'm i want to know how he's going to be when the motherfucking player pushes him see nobody talks about that shit I want to know when the kid disrespects your ass in 20 years at an all-time high, maybe. Maybe just spits right in your motherfucking face. What are you going to do? You going to remember back when you fucking pushed the coach when you did it? See, that's what people don't realize. They don't sit back and reflect and think about their actions. They just do shit. And then they want to talk about I'm grown and don't put your hands on me and do 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 motherfucker. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to you. What the fuck are you going to do? What is going to be your reaction? Because if you don't do nothing, you've enabled it and you're just part of the problem and not the solution because you're in this generation that is doing it to us. Now you don't think the kids are going to do it to your ass later do the same stay the same dog hey i appreciate the show appreciate you being on youtube appreciate everybody on the slap dick nation tune in friday mornings 9 a.m pacific as i'm on the pat mcafee show for the slap dick special 12 noon eastern i'll be smoking a stick sipping some yak talking some shit I appreciate you guys, man. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you.